0: Andrew Giuliani wants to be the next governor of New York. Andrew Giuliani. I shouldn't fumble your last name because that's key here, Andrew. It's not that, Andrew. On the Red Apple Podcast Network, here's Andrew Giuliani. Yeah. First and foremost, I said it. I called it right here on WABC Radio. Let's play the Trump indictment cut. If Devon Archer testifies tomorrow, will they indict Donald Trump? A, a deflection upon what he says. Yeah, it's a good point. I, I, they are going to continue to throw things at Trump and the fact that they actually had more charges for him last week after Hunter's plea deal fell apart I think shows you that uh, that that they are absolutely looking at the political side of this and saying okay, whatever Archer is going to say we've got to make sure we get the media enough, uh, enough information Materials on Trump, enough stuff say. on Trump where we can move the storyline over, where we don't have to cover what Archer says. So my guess is they're going to give Archer the story tomorrow, if he doesn't was Monday, and by Tuesday, by Tuesday, there'll be more stuff on Trump. And what happened on Tuesday? President Donald J. Trump got indicted. That's exactly what happened. They are so predictable. The left, the media, the Biden DOJ working in cahoots is so predictable that I called it right here. They were going to give... Devin Archer, the storyline on Monday. But then they needed more material on Trump. They need to change that over. And guess what? They indicted President Donald J. Trump. This guy, Jack Smith, indicts him on Tuesday. They're so predictable. We saw it coming. We know exactly what they're going to do. It's just like we know exactly what they're going to do come October and November of 2024. They are so predictable. Now, Jack Smith, if you look at this guy... He actually looks like he's possessed. I looked in his eyes on Tuesday as he's talking about this indictment, right? These four counts. Um, and he actually looks like he's possessed by the devil. He really does. Now, this is, as everybody knows, an assault on our First Amendment. That's what this is. That's what this comes down to. I mean, here are the four counts that he got indicted under. Count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States of America. Count two. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Count three. Obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. Count four. Conspiracy against rights. Now, all of this is protected under the First Amendment. It's as simple as possible, right? I actually brought a copy of the United States Constitution with me today because I wanted to read the First Amendment to you aloud because... You should always remind yourself of our Declaration of Independence. I know we talked about that on Independence Day and your Constitution. Here is what the First Amendment of the United States, of the Constitution of the United States of America, tells us. Amendment 1, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free speech thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people to peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. But Jack Smith can't read, I guess, passed to the First Amendment. He can't even read any of the Constitution. But this is really what this Biden administration and anybody connected with them thinks about our Constitution. They don't look at it as a guiding document. They don't even look at it as a document that's on their radar in any kind of a way. They try to figure out if there are ways to politically use it against their opponents. And then they try to attack those same political opponents. That's why Donald Trump got indicted in here. And we knew it. We saw it coming. I'm going to get right to what I think should be the top story here this week, which is Devin Archer's testimony here in a few short minutes. Uh, But just a reminder, when it comes to this grand jury, you don't need a unanimous finding in that grand jury for Trump to be acquitted. You just need a 51 percent, a majority rule to find him convicted of this for to be convicted of this indictment. And just a reminder where this will likely go down. I'm sure the Trump team will look to move venues, but My guess is, in looking at this judge, who has been the toughest against all of the January 6th defendants, so she is obviously very anti-Trump, comes in political. She's an Obama appointee, and we talked about this last week, how Eric Holder really is the first person to focus that Justice Department, hyper-focus that as a political partisan organization. You just look at the people they brought in, and then you can look also at the White House counsel and who they nominated for judges. This is one of those judges who is extremely, extremely partisan. So when I look at this being a fifty-one you're talking about Washington, D.C., where Trump literally won 6% of Washington DC. That's right. Biden won over 94%. So Trump won actually just over 5% of Washington DC. So you're looking at maybe one or two jurors that may have voted for Trump in that jury pool. Um, that's not very good for President Trump. If you're talking about, I think it would even be tough in a place like Washington DC or in a place, let's say, like Manhattan for Trump to get a fair trial because he is so, like, he's so well known all across the country. But People are so brainwashed about Trump that the media has been telling them for years that this guy is the absolute devil. That they'll do this, and I got to tell you, I was with President Trump. Like I said, the day after we were on air together, that next morning we talked for we talked for about a half hour or so, and uh, he knew it was coming. Now, you could tell he knew it was coming, and I even told him what I told you on air. I said, "Look, Mr. President." Devin Archer is going to testify today. I think he's going to testify, right? We still weren't sure at that time because it was Monday morning and and Archer's testimony was closed in behind Congress there Monday afternoon. But I said, if Archer does go through with this and testify with it, It's likely you're indicted here by the end of the week. I didn't tell him by Tuesday. I told you on Tuesday. I said I said by the end of the week. I kind of thought Tuesday, Wednesday. I wasn't sure if they'd get it done by Tuesday. But I thought within 48 hours. I knew as quickly as possible to be able to turn this storyline over. That way the media wouldn't have to focus on Devin Archer. These are cheap political tricks. These are cheap communications tricks that the media is using on the populace, on the American public. And he said, you're probably right. He said, you're probably right. He said, they probably will. Now, the thing that's amazing to me, and I see this with my father as well, and I've said this time and time again, but it's tough to really just say this enough times because it's kind of amazing. When you think of everything that they have gone through, everything that the full weight of the United States government and the Department of Justice has been throwing at Rudy Giuliani, at Donald Trump, The thing that is amazing is just how optimistic they are every single day. And I guess the best way to put this is goal-driven. They are so goal-driven in terms of what they want to do. Their focus is so much on making sure they figure out a way to win back this country. And they're so disgusted with what they are seeing. It's amazing. i gonna get to this later in the show, but next week I will actually be broadcasting from Lithuania. That's right, right on the front lines of Russian aggression. Biden was just there a couple of weeks ago with NATO. He fell asleep. I promise you I won't fall asleep on air with you. I won't do do my pants like he did in front of the Pope. Um, I'm going to come to you nice and clean, and I'm going to come to you awake with all of my senses. Um, but when you think about what's going on in this country and what went on in Eastern Europe for so long. You think about the fact that they were oppressed by Soviets, by the Germans, and then by the Soviets again. It really feels like we're going through a Stalinist show trial and Banana Republic gets thrown around all the time. I've heard it so many times. It's, it's, uh, it feels like it's getting old, but it really feels that way. That's why I say a Stalinist show trial. I feel like I've heard that half the amount of times, which is like a thousand times instead of two thousand times, but that's really what this is. It's amazing that a political opponent would so overtly go after his top competition, which Trump is right now, and the media just completely backs it. They have no issues whatsoever in all this. Instead of actually covering the main story, which is Devin Archer. This is the main story here. His testimony in front of Congress was an absolute bombshell that connects directly to the President of the United States. People have been saying, well, we need a smoking gun. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought that gun was smoking before, but I have to tell you, it is on fire right now. It is an inferno. When you look at what Devin Archer told our United States Congress, let's just take something here. And this isn't even the smoking gun, but this kind of tells you that the Biden family's, I guess, feeling on, we'll say race and on, let's call them anti-Semites for this, right? Devin Archer bragged, or I should say Hunter Biden bragged to Devin Archer, that the Chinese mogul who secured a multi-million deal for the two of them loved him, quote, for his last name and, quote, because he brings, quote, very handsome Aryan godlike men, end quote. Think about that. So your question, why do why does Superchair love me so much, is easily answered. It has nothing to do with me and everything to do with my last name. Hunter added, and I bring along very handsome Aryan godlike men wherever I go I mean, if Don Jr., if I, if Eric, if anybody connected to Trump said anything regarding Aryan, you would, Trump would have been asked for years to denounce this, to denounce them. Their careers would be over, they would be killed. Top story of the media every single time. But guess what? They give him a complete pass. It's look the other way. Right now I see MSNBC and the top thing that's on right there, Trump indictment. Nothing to do with Devin Archer. Nothing to do with the actual connection that Devin Archer shows between the Biden family profiting and selling out the United States of America. That's what this is all about. This is not about a drug addicted son. This is not even about Biden making money. Right, that's part of it. That's all secondary in all this. The main thing here is they sold out the United States of America. I'm looking at this flag, and I'm thinking about this American flag, all those Americans that fought and died for our country. And you have somebody who is Vice President of the United States sends his son in to make millions for them to sell out our country. How do you, how do you think our veterans feel about that? How do you think those families? that don't get to see their son or daughter because they made the ultimate sacrifice, feel about that. You want to talk about your feelings on the left all the time? Well, I'm damn pissed, and I can tell you there are so many God-fearing Americans. There are so many people that love this Constitution that I'm holding up right now, that care about the future of our country, that want to grow up in a free country, that are furious at what this family has done to this country. And I know I'm a little heated right now, as you may be able to tell, but that's really how I feel. And that's how so many Americans feel about this. And that's the frustration that has been building up day in and day out. And at some point, it is going to burst. Now, my suggestion is very simple on this. It needs to burst in 15 or 16 months at the ballot box. It has to be through a plan. It can't be through a motion. That raw motion that I just showed, you need to use that raw motion. You need to use it by plugging into your mind and figuring out what is my plan on election season. It's not election day anymore. It's election season. What can I do? Can I go volunteer in Pennsylvania? Can I go volunteer in Georgia? Can I go volunteer in Arizona? Right. These are three problem states that we talked about. Wisconsin. Michigan. Right, We need to have a plan to figure out how we can secure these states come October and November of 2024. And it is October and November. It's not just November. We may not like it, but guess what? As Republicans, as conservatives, as people that care about this Constitution, we need to make sure that we go into election season with a plan, with a plan to win. Because there is no other option at this point. In looking at what this Justice Department will do, in looking at what they will ignore and what this media will ignore, it shows you that they don't care about our constitutional republic anymore. They are totally fine going and acting just like a dictatorship. Just like tyrants. And the media is in on it with them. Now, a couple other things from Archer's testimony, which I thought was... Kind of amazing. Here, here are a couple bullet points that I have that I want to highlight about this. And remember, for those who have forgotten, Devin Archer was a business associate of Hunter Biden throughout all this. Archer testified that Ukrainian national natural gas company, Burisma Holdings, added Hunter Biden to the board because of the Biden, quote, brand and paid Hunter up to a million dollars a year. Uh, well, if we didn't know that already, then I'm sorry. I, I got, I've got 23 bridges in New York City to sell you because, uh, at the time Hunter was addicted to crack cocaine and, uh, he was coming in to, uh, help out their corporate governance at Burisma, even though he had zero, zero experience in the natural gas world. So if you didn't know this is about the Hunter brand, this is just more confirmation for it, but that's confirmation that's coming from a guy who was, for a while, his best friend, I think, and his business partner. Also, Burisma would have gone out of business if the brand had not been attached to it, Archer claimed. Of course they did, because you had Joe who went out and said, guess what? That prosecutor who's looking into Burisma, I told, I told the president, you better fire him or you're not getting that aid. And guess what? Son of a BITCH. Six hours later, he was fired. So, of course, of course, they would have been out of business because they had investigations, legitimate investigations into him. Devin Archer also testified that Hunter Biden referred to his father, Joe, as, quote, my guy and connected him to foreign business associates. Remember when Joe said that he didn't know anything about Hunter's business dealings? Well, that was a lie to us, the American people. Parisma owner, Nikola Zlochewski, I always I always butcher his name, Zlochewski, Put pressure on Hunter Biden to build U.S. support for Ukrainian prosecutor general Shokin, who was investigating his company, Archer testified. I just mentioned that, right? Of course. Of course they did. Joe was put on speakerphone in business meetings at least 20 times, Archer testified. Yeah. Remember when Joe said was not connected at all? I just said that again. But, I mean, it needs to be reminded. And where is the mainstream media on this? Asleep. No, not asleep. They're actively ignoring. They're not asleep on this. Joe may be asleep, but not the mainstream media. Hunter Biden bragged the Chinese business tycoon. Chai Feng loved him for his last name and was impressed by the group of, quote, handsome Aryan godlike men Biden brought with him everywhere I go in a 2011 email. I covered that a few minutes ago, but I mean, that's anti-Semitic. It's as simple as that. I sit on the United States Holocaust board. President Trump appointed me. The fact that the Holocaust board has not actually put a statement out on this. They put a statement out on all anything that is suggested to be anti-Trump. But anything that's like this, that's apparent and obvious. Handsome Aryan godlike men. That's anti-Semitic and racist all at the same time. We know the connection to the Nazis right there. And uh, media, nope, actively ignoring. Chafang, Fang helped Hunter Biden's firm, secure, favorable terms on a business partnership with Jonathan Lee, Lee's Bohani Capital and lateral launch Bohani Harvest RST email shows. Quote, I don't believe in lottery tickets anymore, but I do believe in the super chairman. Hunter Biden boasted in an email. Super chairman was the first son's nickname for Fang. Archer testified that Joe Biden met with Lee while he served as vice president and wrote a college recommendation letter for his daughter. Well, remember that that was when Hunter flew over on Air Force Two. We have the documents. We have the video of them flying over. We know that Hunter secured a business deal within 10 days of him actually flying over there on Air Force Two, by the way. How about showing the full power of the American government, but instead of actually taking a flight over there, even taking a first-class ticket or something like that, uh he's going on Air Force Two. Not even a private jet. He's going on Air Force Two with the Vice President of the United States, by the way, who happens to be his father, who, by the way, he is winking and saying, guess what, Uh we'll get done whatever you need to get done. Archer claimed that Fang was so generous to Hunter Biden due to his family connections. Well, that is true. And... It is obvious that he loved his hyperconnected father. So to close out on this first segment, before we end up getting into COVID vaccine mandates and the, and the subways that are a disaster here in New York and more Arnold Schwarzenegger, I beg of you, come with a plan. Election season is creeping up fast. And we're going to be at the debates. We're going to see who the nominee is. I think it's going to be Trump. It seems to be rolling that way. I was with him on Monday. I think he's more prepared than ever. I think he's more focused than ever. I think he's seen what the swamp will throw at him. And I think he has a plan for how to actually save our country, how to save our Constitution. And when you look at that flag, remember all those Americans that stood up for our rights We need to stand up for them and we need to stand up for those rights now more than ever.